Hi, this is Denise Cunningham. So glad that you have joined us today for the broadcast. I trust that these broadcasts do exactly what the name is and that they refresh you as a woman. Sometimes we need our thinking just to be straightened out a little bit and to be encouraged and challenged. And that's kind of what I'm hoping will happen today as a result of this broadcast. Have you ever had somebody ask you the question, or have you ever thought yourself, why does God do what he does? That question usually comes when somebody sees a situation that they look at and think of it as being bad. It's just a bad scenario. It's a bad something that has touched somebody's life. And then they they question, why? Is God allowing this? One day I was reading in my quiet time, and I came to the verse in Psalm 119, verse 68, and this is what it says. Thou art good, and doest good. Teach me thy statutes. That verse is the truth about the nature and the character of our God. You see, God cannot act outside of who he is. He cannot perform or do anything outside of his character. And this verse reminds us that one part of his character tells us that God is good. So therefore, everything that comes from him can only be good. And that morning as I read that verse, I went to prayer, and I thanked the Lord that morning for the beauty of the day, the things that I was recognizing, and that I could see his goodness. I thanked him for the the day that we had had, had allowed us just to be able to rest. I thanked him for some recent fellowship that our family had enjoyed. I thanked him for sweet services that we had had on, in church recently. And you know, it's really easy to see God's goodness for the things that we're thankful for, isn't it? I mean, we can look around at the blessings and we just say, oh God, that is so good and thank you so much for that. We're thankful for those things because it's easy to be thankful for them and we see God's goodness in them. But you know, as I continued my prayer and as I went to intercede for other people, I began to pray for somebody who was going through something very difficult. And I had even heard somebody ask the question about this person that was suffering. And they said, how much more can she take? The the compassion in our heart and the sympathy that we have for other people makes us ask questions like that. How much more can they take? And the answer is, you and I don't know. But God does know. He knows how much she can take. And we cannot allow ourselves to be full of despair and even to the point that we would question God's ways as somebody who doesn't know him. We have to understand his character and then we must pray with a heart that is full of that truth knowing he is good. I continued to pray for this one that was suffering and I said, Lord, even as you allowed this difficulty to go on in her life, I recognize that you are good and you can only do good. The truth is, 
that nothing bad can really touch the life of a believer, someone who knows Christ as their Savior. Now, some might argue and say, wait, 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 that's not true. But not for the child of God. Those things are not bad. It's being used in our lives for a purpose. God knows what he's doing. It could be preparing someone, ourselves or the other person, for perhaps a future ministry. It might be driving them to the word and causing that word to become so precious. Have you ever been in a time of trial and you open up God's word and God gave you a special verse that you call now, that's my verse? That happened because a good God allowed you to see the preciousness of his word. God might be allowing it to be able to realize the power of his strength. Or perhaps he needs somebody else to be watching their life and see God in the midst of their situation, moving in and working and doing things that only God could do. But God knows what they need and he knows how long they need it. Let's face it, cancer and divorce, unfaithfulness in marriage or rebellious children or the death of loved ones, these are all things that you and I would call bad. But you know, I have heard and been blessed to hear the testimony of friends and family who have experienced those kind of things as they walked with God. And then after it's over, they give the testimony about how good God was during their trial. That difficulty pushed them to God. It reminded them of his promises, and it allowed them to see God in the middle of their struggle. And you know what? It made them come out of those refining fires looking more like Jesus Christ. So, Not just people that we know, but even people that we read about in Scripture have the same testimony. We have the testimony of David in Psalm 63, verses 3 and 4, where he says, Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips will praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live, and I will lift up my hands in your name. In the Treasury of David commentary, this is written about these verses that I just read from Psalm 63. The commentator says, Life is dear, but God's love is dearer. To dwell with God is better than life at its best. Life at ease or in a palace, in health, in honor, in wealth, in pleasure. A thousand lives are not equal to the eternal life which abides in Jehovah's smile. Yes, my lips will praise you because your loving kindness is better than whatever it is we're dealing with, better than being healed from cancer. It's better than having my marriage the way I want to see it. It's better than this trial that I'm enduring right now. So when we get to the other side either the other side of the trial when it's finished or when we get to the other side when we're in heaven someday. We will understand later that God didn't just give us something good. He gave us the greater good through the midst of that hardship. 
the greater good. You know, and I can testify myself that the death of my second daughter was the, the greatest hardship that I've experienced so far in life. But I can clearly remember the comfort, the grace, and the presence of God to me during those sorrow-filled months. And it became sweeter to me than even her presence could have. And I truly learned that God's loving kindness was better to me than her life. And even now, I'm saying with my lips, God, I praise you. I praise you for the hardship that you sent into my life and the kindness that I saw in the midst of that hardship. Oh, I learned some things I would have never learned without that difficulty. It would have been good to have had her life. But God gave me the greater good in giving me his nearness and his abundant grace. In scripture, we read about hard times, and it's very easy for us to see the greater good because we're reading it from somebody else's life. Like when we read about Lazarus's death. Remember when he was sick and Mary and Martha had sent for Jesus to come and they thought he would come and heal him, but Jesus waited. He waited until Lazarus was dead before he came. And we read about the grief of their of these sisters, Mary and Martha. And it would have been good if Jesus had healed him and he didn't die. That's what they were thinking. Oh, but look, God gave them the greater good. He didn't just heal him. He raised him from the dead. He brought him back to life. They got the greater good. What about the Israelites in the wilderness? It would have been good if they had had enough food to get them all the way to the promised land. But God let them go without food and without drinking water so that he could provide manna from heaven so that he could take the bitter waters and make them sweet for them to drink. They watched God step in and do something miraculous. They got the greater good. Even the feeding of the 5,000, when we read in the book of Mark, this crowd is hungry and Jesus satisfied them with fish and loaves just a few fish, just a few loaves of bread. He provided for them in greater ways. He gave them the greater good. Now I want you to stop and think for just a moment. Have you ever had a need? Well, of course we all have. And it makes us run to the Lord and say, God, I need you to provide this for me. And watching God step in and do astonishing things is better than having a storehouse full of things and providing it for ourselves, You know, being really rich and wealthy and being able to supply things for ourselves. The greater good is watching God do it. So for those that are going through hardship, we have to have eyes of faith to remind us that even though it's hard to understand, this bad thing in our life right now came through the hands of our God, a God that can only do good. And a God who can only give us the greater good. So we can be mindful of this even when we're praying for lost people, people that have rejected Christ. Because in his goodness, God sent his son to die for everyone. 
that is a good God. Even those who blaspheme his name, he sent his son to die for those. He doesn't want them to go to hell. He does the good and he provides salvation to all who call on him. First Timothy 2.4 says that who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. What a good God. Yes, Psalm 119, verse 68. Thou art good and doest good. Teach me thy statutes. In other words, oh, that we would learn God's word enough to know that he is a good God. We would learn all of his attributes and be able to look at whatever we're going through and apply the characteristics of God to that situation and know that he is good. He is loving. He is kind. He is merciful. He is generous. That one verse touched every area of that of my prayers that day when I was praying. But you know, it touches every area of our lives. Do you know that God is good and only does good? Do you know that his character keeps him from acting any other way than who he is? So whatever difficulty you are facing today, remind yourself of the truth. And would you just be refreshed in the fact of knowing and being reminded that we do have a good God who can only do what is good. And the next time somebody asks you, why does God do these things? You can be ready to give the answer that the psalmist said in 119.68, God is good and he only does good. And you know what? When our heart is full of praise like that, then we can do as David did in Psalm 63 and we can lift up our hands in his name. And what is his name? It is You can go to my blog at refreshher.com and get more encouragement and refreshment for your life. Thank you for listening today.